and welcome to the Savings Angel Show. My name is Josh Elledge, Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com. And this is the show that helps you save more, earn more, and live more abundantly. I'm known as that guy who can get you a deal, hookup, or upgrade on anything in life. I've been a syndicated newspaper columnist in this area for more than 10 years. I've appeared in the media over two thousand times uh, talking about consumer savings, including over 700 times on TV alone. And yeah, this is my podcast. And this is a time where you and I can get all of the best information. I can go into more detail on this podcast than I can in a two, three minute TV segment. So I really get to give you all of the tips, tricks, and strategies to getting more out of life. I want to help you save money on the things that don't matter so much, like, you know, somebody's profit. And I want you to keep that in your pocket so you can invest in the things you really do care about. And by the way, for my fellow business owners out there, I can also help you. You know, if you hear me say, gosh, this guy's been in the media 2,000 times. How did he do that? I'd like to be in the media. Well, I could totally help you with that. You just go over to upmyinfluence.com and take my free authority media influencer. Uh, It is a media influencer uh, quiz, and I'm going to give you a score, and it's going to let you know how ready you are to become a media influencer yourself. So this episode, as you can tell already by the introduction, is a little bit different because on this episode, I'm going to be talking all about our visit to Colorado Springs. And I'm going to share with you the stuff we did. We're going to talk about how we got there, rent a car, like how I worked all these systems, right, to make sure that my family and I got the best deal. And we did a lot of research on things to do. So I'm going to be sharing with you the details. I'm going to give you a trip report of what we did and my recommendations on how you can plan the perfect vacation in Colorado Springs. I'm just going to begin by saying this, that If you got a family, if you got friends, if you got kids, if you got old folks with you, (laughs) take them to Colorado Springs. It was a magnificent vacation, but it's not all going to be roses. No, no, no. I got some things I need to share with you so that you can plan your trip and have it be very successful. So we're going to start by talking about how we got there. First off, let me start by talking about how we decided on it. Well, the last time I went to Colorado Springs, Springs, uh, Pikes Peak in particular, uh, I was, I'm going to guess, four years old. And the only thing I can remember about it uh, is that it was cold. I also remember that my parents made me drink mineral water. I don't know why I remember that. (laughs) I also remember that we stayed at a super budget motel, and I realized about 80 miles after we left that budget motel, that I left my blankie there. And that was the last time that I saw my blanket. That's that's when the the separation anxiety began. Uh, And so those are the things I remember. Oh, no, one more thing. I remember that my parents, uh, we ate Japanese that evening, and they bought uh, a dish called sukiyaki for me. And it had water chestnuts in it. And again, as a four-year-old, maybe it was five, maybe six. Uh, I didn't want to have anything to do with that. <laughs> uh, now, of course, uh, my tastes have evolved and I can now eat the uh, sukiyaki. But I remember I tried it, couldn't eat it. And so as a result, uh, I did not get an ice cream cone after dinner. So instead, my parents had regular ice cream cones. I didn't get one. And so I told them, I said, I'm okay. I got an invisible ice cream cone. <laughs> I showed them. Okay, so let's talk about the flight. Now, um, and then again, I'm going to share with you, like, this is who I went with. This is how I decided to buy with them. And I'm going to talk a lot about resisting the urge to upgrade. All right, so... The first thing I did was, obviously, we need a flight. So my family and I live in Orlando. We need to get to Colorado Springs. Uh, Use, uh, right now, I believe that 
uh, the best kind of uh, travel in terms of, uh, you know, getting a flight uh, uh, site website out there is Hipmunk. I, I really love the user interface. Uh, I love how they lie everything out in front of you. Now, it's not completely comprehensive. There are a couple of other airlines that, that I will fly that aren't included. And those two are Southwest and Allegiant. So I did some searching in Hipmunk. Then I did some searching on Southwest.com. Then I searched on AllegiantAir.com. Those, by the way, Southwest and Allegiant Air are probably the airlines I fly the most, uh, just because based on where we are in Orlando, usually we can get some really great direct flights, which is honestly one of the reasons that we decided to move uh, to this area uh, about uh, 10, 11 years ago. So, uh, so anyway... Looked at Southwest, they couldn't compete with what we found on Hipmunk. Uh, we found that the best deal was going to be Spirit Airlines. Now, hold on, hold on. I know some of you might be hearing Spirit Airlines and think, uh, I've heard some bad things. And you would be true. <laughs> that would be true. And that was one of the things that I considered. Now, when you book with any airline, you should get a feel for what their reputation is. And you should set your expectations accordingly. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. Uh, Southwest, uh, f- flight, even though they include the check bags and all that other stuff, their, their rates were just significantly higher. Allegiant did not offer a direct flight, uh, to the area from what I recall. So, uh, went with Spirit Airlines, made the purchase and for $1,242, which is an investment for my family, uh, that was, uh, allowed five of us, uh, to fly round trip to Colorado Springs. Now that does not include... Such things as being able to pick a seat ahead of time. But I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to share with you what you can likely expect when you say no to that. Also, it included no bags. I mean, no check bags. And I also mean you can't even use the overhead compartment. Now, I can tell you in retrospect, in hindsight, it didn't seem like that was something that they enforced very well. But uh, what you're limited to is a single bag that can fit under the seat ahead of you. So uh, just make sure that if you're going to do it, that you can fly really light. So what we opted to do was uh, had my bag, which went under the seat. And we also, for the whole family, we checked in one suitcase that could fit in the overhead compartment. And we checked the measurements and we got the biggest bag... (laughs) that uh, allowed by law that could fit up in the overhead compartment. And uh, it was mostly my dear daughter and my dear wife that uh, was able to use uh, that bag. Worked out fine. Ended up, I think, having to pay 40-some dollars for the single bag. Yeah, that's where they get you. No doubt about it. Uh, But, you know, again, doing the math, it worked out. Uh, We we were absolutely thrilled uh, with that. Now, what can you expect? Because obviously, you know, you're flying, um, you know, with family, you kind of hope you're going to, well, hopefully, <laughs> I would imagine most of us want to fly with our family and sit next to our family. Maybe you don't. Um, but uh, in our case, we did. Uh, and so obviously, that was one thing that they tried to sell you on is, hey, for I think it was like $20 a person, you can pick your seats. So I kind of rolled the dice and I said, no, thanks. And uh, I just waited until 24 hours before check-in. Now, here's what I'm going to recommend because uh, here's, and I'll I'll tell you what happened to me and then I'm going to give you my recommendation, but then I'm going to tell you your mileage may vary on this. So when I booked Actually, it's 24 hours and, you know, made my, I booked it. And then of course, uh, checked in 24 hours prior. If you check in, this is what I believe based on what I've been able to do many times now. And I've heard of other people doing this. If you check in all at the same time, like you're checking in everybody, chances are pretty good. You're going to sit right next to each other. Now, flying out there, uh, matter of fact, the same thing happened with Allegiant Air, who does this same kind of, uh, we flew up to Michigan, and it was the exact same thing. We all sat together. Now, twice, two of the four times that we flew, uh, we had some, you know, some people sitting uh, one row and some people sitting in the row behind, but generally we were all kind of in the same section so we could communicate if we needed to. So what I'm going to tell you is that if it's absolutely not, like if it's 
I mean, hopefully you could get on the flight and you could ask, hey, you know, that's my daughter sitting up there, you know, six rows ahead of me. She's only two years old. Uh, do you mind if we, <laughs> you, you know, you might be able to work that out. So listen, I would say unless you absolutely positively blah, 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 go ahead and risk it. Do not pay for the advanced seat selection. Chances are very good when you all check in, you're all going to sit next to each other anyway. Suitcase did just totally fine. Now, when you're on a budget airline like Allegiant Spirit and the other ones, uh, your entertainment options are going to be very limited. In the case of Spirit, non-existent. Your entertainment was whatever you brought with you because there were no headrest monitors. And I got to tell you this, this is kind of funny. Actually, if you uh, if we're friends on Facebook, if we're not, uh, go, you can find me. You can, you can be friends with me on Facebook. That's fine. Uh, just tell me that you, you know, you're a fan of the show, that sort of thing. Uh, now, uh, one thing, so there's no seat headrest monitor. So if you brought your phone, then you got, that's your entertainment. You brought a, a tablet or something like that. That's your entertainment. So we kind of knew that in advance. And so we all had stuff downloaded from Netflix and that sort of thing. Kids had games. I had games. So I like to play the monkey balloons game. If you're familiar with that one, Blue, balloons tower defense, uh, six, that's that, that is my game. Uh, so yeah, so brought our own entertainment and I got to tell you about the seat back table. <laughs> it was the size. I kid you not. I'm trying to look around for something that, uh, it was the size of about four decks of cards, you know, and now for about four playing cards, that was the size. I, and I'm not exaggerating. Like it was that small. So it could, you could set a phone on it. Maybe a tablet and kind of hang over the edges uh, quite a bit, uh, but that's it. And so they skimp on everything on the airlines, even the seat back uh, tables. Okay, so listen, our flight got there. We flew into Denver Airport, creepiest airport on the planet. <laughs> and by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google uh, Denver International Airport conspiracy and just look at the freaky paintings they have in that airport. Uh, if I had my 13-year-old son in here, Noah, he could tell you all about it because he's equally amused by it. Um, and so anyway, there's your fun little assignment. Go uh, again, search Denver International Airport conspiracy. Uh, it's just weird uh the post-apocalyptic paintings and stuff they have in an airport what is this so anyway uh go check that out okay so now uh now the car rental again what i did with the car rental here's let me tell you how i shop for stuff right this is really helpful to know i've been doing this a long time you ought to know how uh josh travels so for the car rental there's three places i looked Number one is I just did like a general search on, I forget what website it was to get an idea for what the prices were. Then I went through USAA and saw if I could get a good deal there. They were a little bit better. Uh, but then I went through Hotwire uh, for car rental. Now, again, I don't know who the car rental agency is. And so, however, the price that I got was significantly better than uh, if I went directly through an enterprise Alamo budget, that sort of thing. Now, so I made my reservation. I can't even tell you what the price was. Uh, I think it was about um, $29 a day or something like that. I'm just guessing at this point. All right. But it was significantly less than uh, the other retailers. So I went through it, found out it's Advantage Rent-A-Car, okay? Uh, Advantage Rent-A-Car, uh, <laughs> came to find out, had a lot of negative reviews. So I am of the opinion that if I am going to have a positive consumer experience, I, uh, uh, you know, as well as uh, a small percentage of people on this planet, like I am going to do everything in my power to have a positive consumer experience. And so uh, I'm going to go in empowered. And again, I'm going to set my expectations as such. Sure enough, we got there really late at night. Sure enough, the shuttle was delayed more than any other car rental company uh, to get off site to get to the rental place. Sure enough, the line was long when we got there. I'm not going to let that ruin my vacation at all because I already had the expectations. Listen, I'm saving a couple hundred dollars. 
it's worth a little bit extra convenience uh, to be able to save two. No, actually, I think it was way more than that. It was three, more than $300. So I, I, listen, I could deal with a little inconvenience. I'm not about being cheap, but I am uh, all about thinking about what is my time worth? Is this worth $300 in order for me? Like It's going to take me an extra 20, 30 minutes. In that case, Yes, I decided it was. Uh, Okay, so then, now I'm going to tell you, this is where I'm so glad that you and I are friends because we're going to talk about all of the upgrades that rental car companies love to give you. And I'm going to go through each one and I'm going to tell you what you need to know so that you can be an empowered consumer. First off, oh, we'll just go ahead and take care of filling up the fuel. You can bring it back empty and we will charge you $80 to fill up the tank. Of course, I said, no, as long as there's a gas station within like 10 minutes of of the rental place, 15 minutes, even you're going to be fine. Just fill it up. Listen, I knew that I would have to leave a whole five to 10 minutes earlier uh, on the day I need to return the car. Is it worth $80? Now it cost me, uh, we ended up uh, paying to upgrade because we wanted the extra space. We ended up getting an SUV. Now, he did give me a good deal on site. And generally, here's my recommendation for renting cars. Get the cheapest car that you can reasonably use, right? Like, don't get a little economy car if it's just, there's just no way you can do that. But let's say it's a full-size car uh, and or mid-size car, and that'll be fine. I want you to get the cheapest car you can, and I want you to do your upgrade when you get to the car rental place. You can almost always work out a far better deal than if you need an SUV, don't buy it online. Sure. Sure enough, when I added it up, I think I was going to end up paying like $60, $70 a day. Is that a lot of money? Yeah. Is it a big ticket item? Yeah. You know, we were there for four or five days. Uh, But is it worth it? I mean, that's the vacation that we saved money for. So that is just, you know, part of it. And us having an SUV for my family, it absolutely made sense. Got three uh, older kids. I want them to have a little bit of space. Turned out we really needed that extra space because we did a lot of our driving when they were pretty, pretty sleepy. We had a lot of early morning activities. And then, of course, our flight going to from Denver to Colorado Springs and back again uh, happened to be uh, at at very dark uh, times of the day. So uh, we're very grateful that was worth the extra investment. So let's talk about the other stuff, though. Gas. Should you pay extra fuel charge and have them filled up? Absolutely not. That is almost never, ever, ever, like 99% chance that's not going to work out in your favor. I mean, unless, you know, someone else is paying for it, you don't have to worry about it. And you are absolutely so wound up so tightly schedule wise, there's no way you can swing by a gas station. Uh, you know, please do not pay that surcharge. You just take care of the fuel yourself. Now, one thing I'll tell you that in Orlando, and there are other cities that are like this, sometimes the closest gas station to the car rental companies, they are going to try and pull a fast one on you. We have this in Orlando. If you're coming from the east and you go to Orlando International Airport, uh, one of the closest gas stations is going to charge you about 40, 50 cents a gallon more than typical. So make sure you're using your gas buddy, you're using Waze, you're using whatever you've got so you can see what the gas prices are. Uh, Because in the case of Orlando, if you go about literally two minutes away from that gas station, you can pay regular prices at the 7-Eleven. I don't even know what the name of that uh, that scammy gas station is, but just know that that is a possibility. So don't pay the for the fuel charge and make sure you check gas prices before you return the car. Secondly, let's talk about insurance because uh, rental car places love to upsell you on the insurance. Why? Because it's a big moneymaker for them. So Should you pay for insurance on your rental car? Well, let me share with you a quick little article from USAA, and they answer the question, okay? So here we go. Have you ever found yourself at a rental car agency wondering whether you should buy the additional coverage? What you wonder is, does your regular auto insurance cover it? Well, unfortunately, According to USAA, there are no easy answers that apply to everyone. Now, whether you're covered and for what and how much depends on what types of personal auto insurance you carry, what protection your credit card offers, because that could be an option. We'll talk about that in just a second. And where you're renting the car. Now, before you rent, 
This is really easy. Just call your personal auto insurance provider and also call your credit card company so you know what terms apply to a rental vehicle. Don't wait until you're on the side of the road waiting for a tow truck or ambulance. Uh, Generally, generally, coverage from your primary auto insurance will extend to a rental vehicle. Now, if you cause an accident while driving the rental, your liability insurance would pay for your policy limit, would pay up to your policy limits for the damages to other cars or property. Likewise, collision insurance on your regular policy would pay for accident-related damages to the rental car you're driving. Finally, your comprehensive coverage would take care of damages to the rental vehicle not related to a traffic accident such as theft or vandalism. So you got me there? So again, you got liability, collision, and comprehensive. Those three things should take care of you. However, having collision and comprehensive insurance on your regular vehicle may not protect you from every charge the rental car company could impose, which is why you should call your auto insurance company. In most cases, you're going to be fine, but it's possible. And that's the one thing you need to check out. Now, USAA does offer like Alliance services. And so if you rent a car through that, they do provide some extra coverages on protection. And again, that may or may not be included. The rental car companies, uh, again, they, they, in this article, they go on to talk about their Alliance services. I'm not going to get into that. Um, but maybe, uh, if you have a, a rental agency that you can go through, like through your employer or something like that, you may have some additional supplemental insurances that are also included in that. Now, many credit cards come with rental car insurance as a benefit, which can supplement or even serve in place of your regular auto insurance policy, which I would recommend because you don't want your auto insurance rate to go up if you have a claim. If your credit card will take care of that instead, go with the credit card coverage. Now, for the coverage to apply, you usually got to reserve and pay for the rental car using that card. Make sense? Now, some cards offer primary coverage, which doesn't require you to make a claim on your regular auto policy, which I just talked about. Now, other cards offer secondary coverage. However, now in that case, the coverage would only pay your deductible or other potential claim costs after your auto insurance claims. That makes sense? Now, um, let's see. If you don't book your car through USA's rental program, you could need uh, you would need to decline the car rental coverage offered by the rental company in order to be covered by the benefits provided by your USA credit card. Okay. Uh, again, um, that's I actually do use USA credit card, and I actually did pay for it um, with my USA credit card um, because I want that extra protection. Uh, and then again, uh, I knew uh, having called my auto insurance company, uh, which is actually Geico, because I get a far better deal in the case because I got a teenage driver or two. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so anyway, so just the rule the rule of thumb here: Do you need to pay for the insurance? Call your auto insurance company and you're going to know the answer. I want you to be empowered here and I don't want you to pay for supplemental insurance if you don't need it. Finally, so I said no to the gas. I said no to the insurance. And finally, number three, ooh, this is where they were going to get me and they almost got me. And you know what it was? It was for tolls. So they said, Mr. Elledge, did you know that it is impossible? This is what he said. And I quote, It's impossible. He didn't call me Mr. Elledge. He just said, now listen, it's impossible to get to Colorado Springs without tolls. So you need to pay $10 a day for our little toll box. Otherwise, they're going to charge you a $25 administration fee. And it's just much easier if you get the little toll box. You're going to be here for five days, $50. It's really convenient. That way you could just go right through all the tolls and you don't have to worry about any of that. And I thought, hmm, that sounds suspicious. So I actually called my sister-in-law who lives in Colorado Springs. And I asked her, I said, do you guys have tolls there? She goes, no. I said, is it possible to get from the airport to your place without using tolls? She goes, "It's to- yes, absolutely. In fact, that's the way you should drive. Sure enough, I checked it out on Waze. I brought up my app, my driving app, and I mapped it. And I said, avoid tolls. And that was actually the preferred way of driving to Colorado Springs. So advantage rent a car, 
the representative lied to me from the counter and said there's no way to get there without paying tolls. So having armed, being armed with the information, I did not pay the $50. I used that $50 for taking my family out to breakfast instead. See, again, this is what the Savings Angel Show is all about, is I want you to be empowered so that you, so you can use that money for other stuff that is more valuable for you. Make sense? So there we go. I avoided all the fees. I did pay him an extra $30 a day so that I could get the big SUV. And that was actually a delight because that mattered to me. All right. So let's get to my itinerary. And uh, in a moment, I'm actually going to bring up my interview. I'm going to share with you my interview with Chelsea Offit, who is the director of communications for Visit Colorado Springs. Now, I got to tell you that Visit Colorado Springs, uh, they were delightful. And I mentioned to them, I said, listen, uh, I'm a consumer guy. I'm going to be traveling out. Uh, would love to grab an interview with you. Also, if you have any recommendations on where to go, uh, would absolutely love those recommendations. So Visit Colorado Springs. They were just wonderful. Chelsea was so great to work with, uh, really helped us out a lot, uh, helped us with uh, some planning, some things on our itinerary, and, and of course, uh, really appreciated uh, uh, you know, b- being able to grab a quick interview with her. So let me go through what we did. Now, if you are coming from zero feet elevation like I am, and now you're going a mile up in the sky naturally that's going to present some issues and so uh in an elevation issues and so we intentionally did not plan uh our pike's peak adventure until day three day one what did we do well in colorado springs we went to the olympic training center uh which was super cool and so if you and the kids you and the family you like the Olympics, like you're into supporting uh, Team USA, uh, then you might want to check out the Olympic Training Center. My experience is that young young kids probably won't get a whole lot a, a whole lot out of it if they are, I would say, later grade school age, like maybe fourth grade on up. Uh, it was really, really cool. Uh, and, and so they show you where the Olympic athletes are training, where they're working out diet and nutrition, uh, working with doctors. Like it's kind of cool. They show you a lot of tech and, you know, things that they do, uh, workout facilities, that sort of thing. My favorite part, and I'll tell you that, uh, favorite part of my kiddos as well was seeing Olympic athletes. So we saw like a women's basketball team was there. We, I mean, we just saw Olympic athletes kind of strolling around everywhere. Uh, these guys uh, and gals, uh, they were uh, exceptionally uh, fit. <laughs> let, me, let me just say it that way. So it was kind of cool. I mean, these guys are and gals are just She's just so committed to what they do. Uh, it was really, really cool. Just, okay, so that's clearly an Olympic athlete. No, we did not see any of the uh, superstars uh, that that uh, that we knew of, uh, but it was really amazing. We saw a lot of Olympic hopefuls uh, that are working to earn their way on the teams and getting ready for uh, both summer and winter Olympics. So, if you got older kids, uh, certainly if you're a fan of the Olympics, consider going to the Colorado Springs Olympic Training Center. Uh, we had a, a our tour guide was uh, a wrestler, uh, and um, so he gave a great, great tour. Now, after that, we went to uh, Garden of the Gods, and that is a absolute must do. One thing that's really cool about Colorado Springs is there's a lot to do that's free. And uh, Pikes Peak, uh, I think there's a small admission fee. Guard of the Gods is free. We're going to talk about also Helen Hunt for, uh, Falls. was That was free. Uh, there's a lot of stuff you can do that costs you nothing. And so the fact we actually accommodations-wise. Now, listen, make sure you've hit subscribe to this podcast because I will do entire podcast episodes all about how I do hotels. I don't have time to get into it in this podcast episode, but I promise you hit subscribe because in the future, I will be talking all about how I work hotels. And I'm telling you, I have gotten $450 rooms for like 50 bucks 
I'm really, really good at this. <laughs> so make sure you hit subscribe. But I want to tell you about Gardens of the Gods. That is an absolute don't miss attraction. It is beautiful. So you're you're walking around and all of a sudden there's these just these rocks, these that just go up into the sky and it's you see these people that are uh, it's all these flat face rocks uh that there's lots of climbing going on you know what i really was amazed with it's so beautiful i mean this place is in i'll say it's instagram heaven and if you actually go on instagram find me uh you can either find i've got three instagram accounts oh gosh <laughs> I've got Josh Elledge. Just search me. It's oh, it's actually Josh dot Elledge. Uh, if you know the 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 guy who owns the Josh Elledge, tell him to give me his account because uh, it's messing me up. Uh, I've got Savings Angel. That one's easy. So just search Savings Angel on Instagram. You can find and follow me there. And then I've also got Up My Influence, which is actually my biggest account. I've got fourteen thousand followers on that one. I got a bit, lot of business followers. Um, so I posted my pictures of Gardens of the God. Uh, Garden of the Gods. Again, that place is Instagram heaven. So go check that out. Um, What I really liked about it is there's so many things for kids to climb. And so if you're a helicopter parent, this place is going to be pretty nerve wracking for you. Uh, but if you, you know, it's like, Hey, go ahead, kids, uh, whatever. Uh, you're going to love this place. So you're going to love it regardless. You're just probably going to want to put them on a leash because there's a lot of stuff for the kids to climb. And there's no signs that say, you know, there's some things you can't climb. Uh, but most of the things there's, you know, have at it. The kids are going to love it. And so it was beautiful, gorgeous. Get there near sunset. Oh my gosh, is that beautiful. Uh, so we actually got together with my, uh, again, sister-in-law and uh, their kids. Uh, and uh, that was really fun. So we got to do all that stuff together, take a lot of photos. Fun, 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 fun. Uh, afterwards, right nearby, we went, uh, and I forget what the name of this town is. Uh, is it Colorado City? I'm not sure. It was um, right near there. There's a lot of little touristy towns. There are old-timey towns. Uh, and there's they have this Penny Arcade place that is really cool. If you like retro arcade games or you were alive in the 80s and uh, 90s and remember just the heyday of arcade games, uh, boy, oh boy, my gosh. I mean, it, uh, hundreds hundreds and hundreds of arcade games uh, that you can see that they've um, that they've restored and uh, that you could play. It's really, really cool. Uh, so that was day one. That was a Wednesday. Now, Thursday morning, I actually met up with uh, Chelsea Offit, who's the director of communications with Colorado Springs. And I'm going to share my conversation with her uh, that we had. We just finished breakfast and uh, I really wanted to get her point of view about why Colorado Springs just makes an amazing place for families to visit. Now, after my conversation here, I'm going to continue on and give you my trip report of all of the other things we did, including Helen Hunt Falls, uh, bike, Pikes Peak, uh, we went on a Pikes Peak bike tour, and uh, I got to tell you that uh, you, please stick, please stay, stick around because uh, it is absolutely one of the top ten experiences of my life. It was truly that amazing. And then uh, on Saturday, I'm going to talk about our whitewater rafting and the Royal Gorge Bridge and Park, and I'm going to give you my review of that as well. So with uh, that, let's get to my conversation with Chelsea Offit, who's Director of Communications for Visit Colorado Springs. Okay, so right now I am with Chelsea Offit, who is the Director of Communications for Colorado Springs. Visit Colorado Springs? Yes, yeah. Colorado Springs. And we just had a wonderful breakfast here at Coquette's, which is downtown. So it's a French-inspired, zero gluten anywhere. You can't find gluten anywhere on the, on the menu here. Um, very, very cute place. But you know what? There are a lot of cute places and a lot of pretty amazing things to do here in Colorado Springs. And <laughs> I know it's kind of like, 
like, uh, okay, describe the universe to me, but um, <laughs> can you kind of talk about some of the highlights of Colorado Springs and why Colorado Springs is such a popular destination for families? Absolutely. So, I mean, we have unrivaled natural beauty. You have things like Garden of the Gods Park, and you can pretty much see Pikes Peak, America's Mountain, from almost anywhere in the city. So you have this amazing backdrop, and we're actually home to more than 60 activities and attractions. So whether you're a foodie or you love arts and culture and festivals or sports or, you know, really fun family attractions, there's really something to help build out a great itinerary. For sure. So yesterday we went and visited Garden of the Gods, which is, a, that's a don't miss. I mean, it's just beautiful hiking every, I mean, so I, I don't know how many, do you know how many miles total of trails there are to choose from there? Yes, there's about 15 miles of trails and yeah. the full park is around 1,300 uh, square feet and yeah. acres. It's absolutely gorgeous. So I think the, the best thing to do, I was going to say, you know, go ahead and Google a picture of Garden of the Gods, but that really doesn't do it justice. You have to see what it's like in, in real life. And it was really cool seeing lots of people scaling the rocks there, which I didn't realize that you could do that. And, you know, I was amazed also, uh, there weren't signs everywhere saying, stay off the rocks, kids. Uh, here, I mean, kids were climbing rocks all over the place. It was really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to experience the park, whether it's just appreciating the views, hiking, picnicking, there's horseback riding, certainly rock climbing. So whether you want to go with a guided tour and you've never done it before, or people, if you're skilled enough, can do your own climbing, but they do ask that you do get a registered permit at the Visitor Nature Center. We want to make sure everybody's safe and yeah. do, has the right equipment and is doing what they're supposed to. But, you know, what's very cool about the park is it's actually a city-owned park. So it is not, it is completely free and open to the public. Yeah. There's no charge. That was part of the promise of the park to the city, mm -hmm. and it's definitely our number one most visited attraction. Yeah. Another attraction that we went to yesterday was the U.S. Olympic Training Center. Um, can you kind of explain the significance of that? I mean, that's, I'll just tell you, it was really cool. We're taking the tour, and there's Olympians milling about uh, around us, and, and they're training, and they're getting photo shoots done. Um, but can you kind of explain what the center is? Certainly. So Team USA dreams are born and bred here. We are actually home to the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, mm -hmm. the Colorado Springs Olympic Training Center, and coming in 2020, the U.S. Olympic Museum and Hall of Fame. So yeah. people can go and tour the training center and get a really in-depth, intimate look at what training looks like and what life, like a you know an Olympic hopeful looks like. It's very intense. So it's just an amazing asset to have here in Olympic City, USA. So, of course, uh, obviously one thing that Colorado Springs is well known for as well as Pikes Peak. <laughs> and so um, can you just share a little bit about why Park Pikes Peak is one of those don't miss destinations as well? Definitely. So Pikes Peak is known as America's Mountain. And the reason for that is Catherine Lee Bates went to the top of the summit and the view was so beautiful. Mm. She came back down to the Antlers Hotel and penned the words to the poem America the Beautiful, which later turned into the song. Whoa. So that's why they refer to it as America's Mountain, and it is the second most visited mountain in the world next to only Mount Fuji, mm. just because of the accessibility. So whether you want to drive to the top, hike bar trail, take a guided trip down, in 2021 we're going to have the Pikes Peak Cog Railway running again, so there's mm -hmm. just so many ways to access the mountain. It's beautiful and a can't miss. So in terms of um, destinations in the United States, I would imagine Colorado Springs ranks up there. I mean, it's, it's, it's a popular tourist destination for sure. Um, so just overall, I mean, there's so many other things that we kind of just introduced some of the highlights that we've got on our eye or our itinerary. But what are some other things that are probably don't you don't want to miss? Oh, yeah. I mean, the United States Air Force Academy, the Broadmoor Seven Falls. We have an amazing Colorado Springs Pioneers Museum that used to be the old county courthouse. We have a bug museum. There's this huge beetle, funny, weird attraction on the side of the road, and it's one of the most uh, extensive collections of bugs in the entire world. In fact, Ripley's, <laughs> believe it or not, tried to buy the collection at one point. Yeah. The Royal Gorge region, there's amazing whitewater rafting. Mm -hmm. uh, the Royal Gorge Bridge and Park is celebrating its 90th anniversary we have a killer art scene we have 
art on the street sculptures downtown and murals yeah. and the color or the fine arts center at Colorado College always has you know these wonderful exhibits whether they're permanent and traveling and our food scene is just insane yeah you know whether it's craft beverages or places like coquettes that are gluten-free I mean there's so many amazing ways to just experience yeah. our culture I'm thinking this would be a really great destination for family reunions we're a huge family reunion location. Again, just the amount of things to do. You know, we have beautiful retreat centers and dude ranches, and there's mm-hmm. so many things for people to choose from, and just a really great place for people to kind of commune and make some memories. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what what do you do when you have family in town? Oh, geez. Most of my family <laughs> is here, but uh, we just love hiking. I love stand-up paddle boarding. We're a very pet-friendly city. Yeah. I have four dogs, so we're always out doing something with our four-legged children, but you know there's always something to do so I always tell people if you don't think there's something to do Facebook message me call Mm. us come into our visitor center downtown jump on our website at visitcos.com there's really so many things to experience here so um, visitcos.com is the is the website for the travel and tourism for the area Uh, you know one thing I can say coming from the south the weather here is beautiful (laughs) for those of us who are you know sweltering in 90 something degree temperature with 100% humidity every day Uh, it's the weather is just absolutely beautiful here Um, Obviously, during the winter, too, um, I'm sure there's some great skiing in the area, I'm assuming. There is not. So I would say that is probably one of our biggest misconceptions is we're because we're next to the mountain range, we're very protected. We have very mild winters. Mm. They've tried to have ski slopes here, and it just does not work because it melts so quickly. So I would say we're an amazing year-round destination, whether it's fall or early spring. I mean, we get really, really mild temperatures. Now, if you want to go skiing, feel free to spend a few days here in the springs and drive yep. about two and a half hours mm-hmm. south or north and you'll be in ski country. Okay, but good. I would say that's the one thing that people think, oh yeah, I can go skiing and snowboarding and we just don't get enough cold and snow, which I'm totally fine with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in terms of like, so if um, I'm a f- uh, family and I've got say younger children, um, you mentioned the Bug Museum, which I think <laughs> some of the younger kids, what are some other attractions that, um, that families with younger kids might want to make sure it's part of their itinerary. Yeah, so I mean, we have an amazing zoo. Cheyenne Mountain Zoo is America's mountain zoo. They have over 800 animals. They're one of the largest breeding zoos in the country. And we currently have 16 giraffes that you can hand feed lettuce to. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. The Manitou Cliff Dwellings are old um, Puebloan kind of abodes and they yeah. again like are the gods that you can go in and touch things and climb and again that really experiential things to do uh, the north pole is a christmas themed amusement park that was actually designed by someone who worked for disney <laughs> so that's super fun and people yeah. can go touch the north pole and meet santa and mm-hmm. you know christmas crazy people love going all year but there's just so many amazing things even for the little ones to enjoy yeah. you know whether it's local splash pads or you know, again, no matter the age, I think there's just so many attractions that tailor to the toddlers up to the teens, you know, and it's just a really great way like, hey, you know, put your phone down and experience this and yeah. post it later. But I think we just have so many opportunities to have some adventure and bond with the family. Yeah, I, uh, where I saw just at Garden of the God yesterday, you know, in terms of like um, kids on their phones, if the kids were on their phones, they were taking pictures. Exactly. And I think it's just one of those things like, hey, enjoy the beauty and kind of have that moment and take advantage of it and post it later. So we really try to build out these itineraries where you're so enthralled in what you're Mm -hmm. doing, whether it's rafting or riding the pterodactyl at Cave of the Winds Mountain Park, you know, experience this. And then obviously we want you to post it and use hashtag visit CMS later, (laughs) but, you know, kind of just enjoy that moment. So. And I'll just finally, I'll just say that um, I think if you're wanting to take a vacation on a budget, there's a lot of free things to do here because there's so much natural beauty. So as long as you can drive or shuttle up to the top of Pikes Peak, there you go. Gardens of the God, Garden of the Gods is free. Um, there's a lot of just natural scenic beauty that you can enjoy without having to blow your budget. Definitely. I would say we're a very economical choice. We have over 30 free things to see and do. So. So even getting here, you know, we're centrally located. We have our own airport. It's an easy place to drive. But yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to extend the budget. You know, even visit cos.com. We have coupons and 
free things to do and specific deals. So it's very easy to have a really budget-friendly vacation here. Wonderful. So Chelsea Offit, you are the Director of Communications for Colorado Springs. Thank you so much. And again, the website is... Visit cos.com and people can either order a printed vacation planner or download one from the site. Wonderful. Chelsea, thank you. Thank you. And again, I'd like to thank Chelsea for uh, sitting down with me for uh, we got to enjoy some breakfast together. And uh, I actually had my daughter with me uh, during that breakfast. And that was just really, really cool. I'm so grateful uh, that Chelsea was able to break some time from her schedule also for Visit Colorado's assistance with this trip and helping us uh, plan a, a perfect vacation. So After my breakfast with Chelsea, we went to another, listen, if you've got time on the itinerary, absolutely do this because again, from what I remember, it's free. It's Helen Hunt Falls. No, not that Helen Hunt. You'll learn about the historical Helen Hunt, uh, not the Mad About You actress, uh, but it was really, really beautiful. If you want, if you're wanting to do some hiking, uh, this is a lower intensity, uh, low to mid intensity, uh, and and really, really great place. You know, uh, going to take two, three hours. Uh, you can go see beautiful falls. The scenery is beautiful. If you're in a flat elevation place like where I live, uh, absolutely put this on your trip a list of things to do. Helen Hunt Falls. Beautiful, beautiful, fun family activity uh, we did. We easily spent a good three hours there, uh, visited the visitor center, got lots of, again, Colorado Springs. If you're looking for a really good Instagram vacation, yeah, Colorado Springs is your place to be. <laughs> so we had a wonderful time. Again, uh, my sister-in-law and their kids, uh, the, my sister-in-law's husband was, is, uh, was working uh, during that day as well. Uh, we had a marvelous time. Uh, they've got four kids. Uh, my three kids and their four kids uh, had a great time playing in the water, uh, you know, getting some great photos. Uh, so again, just head to my Instagram. Uh, you can also, I think on my Facebook group as well uh, for Savings Angel. Uh, and I think uh, if you just search me on uh, Facebook, you'll find some photos uh, that I posted there on my personal Facebook. I don't mind if you follow me there. Uh, I'll either share it publicly or I'll keep it private. And uh, if it's public, then and have a look at it. Have a gander. So I want to get to Friday because on Friday, as I mentioned earlier, this is where we got to bike Pikes Peak. And this was one of the top 10 things that I've been able to do in my life. Now, this was the big, because we were doing free stuff the other days. This is the one where we looked at the investment. Absolutely uh, worth saving the money. Absolutely worth doing this. This was one of the most amazing things that we've ever experienced as a family. Uh, definitely top 10, probably top five as well. Uh, the, the company we went with was uh, Pikes Peak Bike Tours. They're on the web at bikepikespeak.com. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely worth the investment. So here's how this works. Now, I'm on their website right now. A group of four to nine people, it's $120 per person, but this is an all-day thing, and it was so incredible. So what happens is you show up at the place, they give you continental breakfast and coffee and all that other stuff. Then you get to ride, uh, so they maintain these bikes, and they're $1,000 bikes, Uh, so it's 2018 or 19 Kona bike rental. It's custom fit to you. You give them your height ahead of time, and they they got your bike all set up for you. They've got all the equipment you're going to need. And then what they do, and and again, they're paying your highway toll fee, everything. They're going to, you're going to take a van ride up. They're going to bring all the bikes. They're going to bring everybody in the family all the way to the top. And it takes a little while to get up there. And, uh, and I'll tell you that the scariest part of the whole day, by the way, was the van ride up because you're not used to it, uh, being up at that elevation and kind of looking down like, Oh my gosh. Uh, so that I'll tell you, that was the scariest part. And then adjusting to the elevation took a little time and we saw snow, uh, and this was in July, the middle of July and we're seeing snow. And so, uh, now, uh, we get up to the top. And then that's when we uh, get to, we go to the visitor center up there and it's just amazing. You got to try the donuts. So they've got, because 
you can't use yeast, I guess, as I understand it, for donuts up at the top. They have a secret ingredient, and the donuts are pretty tasty. So definitely try the donuts at the top of Pike's Peak. Then uh, we go to kind of the launching place, and that's where we all get on our bikes, and we start riding down. And I don't know how many miles it was. Well, let's see. Uh, it was, I wonder if it tells you exactly. It was a sick, the whole thing was six and a half hours. So like I said, this is pretty much a full day event. So we started the summit of Pikes Peak, which is 14,115 feet above sea level. The scenery was amazing. And then we began our descent. So 95% of the trip down is downhill. (laughs) There are a few places, you know, we're going to have to you're going to have to do some pedaling. And by the way, if any of this, you're like, you can't make it, you can, anytime you want, you can hop in the bike, uh, or I'm sorry, you can hop in the van and they will, you can ride any of it down. Like if any of it's like too scary, you're uncomfortable with it, uh, like they can design a, a trip uh, perfectly accommodated to your ability. And they actually don't have a younger age uh, requirements. So it's, it's essentially, I mean, if your kids feel comfortable, if you feel comfortable with them biking down, um, you're going to be biking down the road. Uh, and, uh, so what they do is they've got a van that rides ahead of you and a van that rides behind you. They block the traffic. So now every so often, everybody will pull off to the side and let all the cars pass. Uh, pretty safe. Uh, they, they, I mean, really safe. They did an amazing job. And uh, certainly if you got teenagers, no problem. You know, if they're younger than that, you know, you're just going to have to know your kids. But uh, I don't think they'd have much of any problem if they're like a middle schooler or something like that. Uh, really, really great. So uh, the we had just a magical time uh, the scenes were the scenery was beautiful. You start off at the top, and you're going to need to be dressed fairly warm because uh, it is really cold up there. And then you just basically just shed layers uh, on your way down, and then finally it'll get to uh, you know the the regular temperature. We, listen, it was just amazing. The views were amazing. Go check out my photos. Matter of fact, I think I, I asked the uh, the gang to post my pictures in a blog post too. So you can go directly to savingsangel.com, find the blog post all about Colorado Springs and go check it out. Uh, and then also all included in this is that uh, once you get back down, they take you to a restaurant. So you can either uh, order, go to a Greek restaurant or barbecue restaurant. Now, what I didn't know, and they didn't really explain, is we thought they were just going to bring it to the bike place. And so it was kind of funny because there were, mm, I'm going to guess, 10 other people in our party and then five of us with the family, uh, maybe 12 other people. My whole family, not knowing what everybody else was ordering, my whole family said, oh, we want Greek. Everybody else in the tour wanted barbecue. Those were your two options. And I thought that was so funny because we didn't know that we would be separated and we'd have to go to separate these separate restaurants. My whole family just, we all wanted Greek. I don't know why, <laughs> but I guess, you know, being in the, in the South in Florida, like we got barbecue places everywhere. So that wasn't as, as, as exotic. I mean, we got Greek places everywhere too. Uh, but man, we went to uh, Jake and Telly's Greek Taverna. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. I'm sure the barbecue was fantastic as well. But listen, had an amazing time. Uh, yeah, so it's a very inclusive trip. Uh, of course, they got water for you and all that other stuff as well. Uh, so uh, definitely the highlight of the summer. And uh, again, of all the family vacations we've taken, I can't speak highly enough. And again, uh, bikepikespeak.com. They were magnificent. Loved it. We had a great tour guide. Uh, We tipped them well uh, because they really earned it. So uh, that was just uh, definitely the highlight of our trip. Okay. So now finally we get to Saturday. This is a, this this is a busy trip. (laughs) So we went down and it was about, I'm going to guess about an hour and 15 minute drive south from Colorado Springs to get to Royal Gorge for our whitewater rafting. 
So we had we have a 13-year-old with us. And because of that, I think that the age was 16. They have two different. So we went uh, with uh, Royal Gorge Rafting, and that's the name of the company. And uh, we went on a half-day trip. And so because we had someone that was under the age of 13, they, they kind of split you off into two different categories, the kind of the regular intense Royal, uh, Royal Gorge rafting, or if you got younger kids, listen, if you've got young kids, I'm just going to tell you that the one that we went on totally fine, man, there were some young, young kids. And, uh, if you like wider whitewater rafting, they can find an age appropriate version for you. If you want something crazy and intense, oh yeah, they got that too. <laughs> Uh, we didn't get that though, uh, but that's okay. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, and then uh, for lunch, uh, we went to the Whitewater Bar and Grill. Uh, and uh, again, when you go through Royal Gorge Rafting, they have a package where they can just include that in there. Uh, really, really great. Had a great time with the family. Created lots of memories. Highly recommended. Now, after that, we did go to Royal Gorge Bridge and Park. Now, this, what this is, uh, gosh, I can't, I don't even remember how far it it is. The tallest suspension uh, bridge in the United States, and it is worth a view. Like I said, this is a total Instagram worthy vacation. Go check out my photos at Savings Angel. You can see, get an idea, or you could just Google Royal Gorge Bridge and Park, and you can see this for yourself. So, there is an entrance fee to get in. Um, I, it's, you know, it was, um, I would say as a consumer guy, it was, it was a little expensive, but again, you know, what you're seeing, uh, can't really be seen, uh, too many other places. It was really, really cool. Now from the parking lot, you could actually see it. Uh, they do have an overlook. So one thing you want to do, if you're trying to keep costs down, you happen to be down in that area anyway, uh, and you're not sure if you want to spend, and I want to say it was like $30, $40 to get in. So um, now when you're in, you get to go across the walk across the bridge and it is pretty spectacular. But if you just want to see the thing, check it off the list, mm, you know, try the parking lot and you decide for yourself. Now, they also have some other things. Now, you can take a sky coaster across the gorge. You could take a zip line across the gorge, or you can even do this crazy swing contraption, uh, and you can actually do a swing. Now, that stuff, again, uh, it, it all kind of adds up. You'd want to decide, ask, you know, uh, what uh, kind of uh, fear you and your family <laughs> can handle. I'm going to tell you, listen, I'm a pretty brave guy, but um, and I, I'm a I got I got definitely got some uh, man cred in terms of uh, or woman cred in terms of uh, being able to overcome my fears. I am okay with not overcoming that fear. <laughs> Hey, no way I was going to do the swing ride, and I was totally cool not doing the zip line either. That was way too up in the sky for me to do it. And if I had one complaint about it. The lines were really, really long. So that's my probably my biggest complaint with it. And then as well, I'm going to tell you that it wasn't super inexpensive. So do keep that in mind. Just go directly to their website, Royal Gorge Bridge and Park. Is it spectacular? Yes. Uh, do I have a couple of, you know, a couple of things? Yeah, that, that I already uh, shared that with you. So there you go. Um, so that was our final day, uh, drove back again. It's, you know, it's an hour and 15 minutes or so South. They also do have, and this actually was really interesting. We didn't do it, but they actually have a prison museum <laughs> that you can go and see kind of like the history of prisons. And if I'm not mistaken, I think there are more prisons per capita in that County than there is anywhere else in the United States. It's kind of interesting trivia. So that, my friends, was my family's Colorado Springs vacation. Absolutely had a magnificent time. Please 
Go to visitcos.com. It's uh, Visit Colorado Springs, Chelsea Office, Director of Communications. Uh, again, I got to give her mega props for helping us plan the perfect vacation. Uh, and please, please, please go to Savings Angel. Go check out all my family photos. I took the photos so that you could see exactly you know what stuff looked like. You could see what my family looks like. They're pretty awesome. I uh, brought my 20-year-old daughter, my 16-year-old son, and my 13-year-old son, and my beautiful wife and I uh, really, truly had a magical family vacation. And you know what? For the money, in terms of like you know things you could do, you know, because I always got to bring this in. Uh, there's so many free things to do there. You can go to the Air Force. There's a lot of stuff. Like you can go to the Air Force Academy. They got free tours there. Uh, there's just really a lot to do and experience in Colorado Springs. Man, they got a really good economy there as well. That is an area that's growing so fast. It's truly beautiful. Uh, for someone who's used to living at 90 plus percent humidity, um, it's pretty dry there as well. So that's another thing that you might want to uh, consider. Uh, very, very family friendly. Uh, and um, so, you know, there's a lot to do for people of all ages. Great place to do uh, family reunions. And uh, listen, it has been my honor to be able to share uh, my review, my experience uh, with uh, Colorado Springs. Hopefully you got yourself some ideas uh, and uh, hopefully I've kind of led you. Now, if you have any questions on anything, just join my private Facebook group uh, and, and post your questions there. I I will answer your questions about Colorado Springs. If there's something that you want to know, hey, did you look into this? Did you consider this or whatever? Like, I'll tell you everything. Uh, but just connect with me on the Facebook and join our private Facebook group. Just search Savings Angel and join our group. Not our Well, you can join our page too, but I'll answer questions on our Facebook group much more easily. And uh, would love to hear from you if this was helpful. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if, if this was cool, you want to share this with a loved one, uh, please share it with family and friends. Uh, and so just take a screenshot of your, however you're listening to this right now, if you're listening to it on your mobile device, which I would assume, uh, go ahead and share, take a screenshot, zip a text to somebody, shoot it on, uh, post it on the Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you, Pinterest, wherever you hang out with, uh, hang out most and, uh, and share this episode with a friend. And I hope that I can inspire them to have a magnificent vacation and, uh, hopefully have a, a continue to inspire you, uh, with things that you can do so that you can live more abundantly. Uh, I want to help you save more, earn more and, uh, enjoy more out of life. And you and I together, uh, by sharing this episode that truly, helps uh, to fulfill that. So with that, again, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. That place is Instagram heaven.